Once I Was Light, from Flashbangs and Frag Grenades, by Calchexis, read by Sam Gabriel, based on League of Legends, by Riot Games. Chapter 2 Lux had the exact same dream every night. It was identical in every way, down to the last detail so much so that she could practically recite it in her head when she was awake. Not that she wanted to. In fact, she spent every last second of her waiting hours trying not to do that, although she didn't always succeed. The dream always started the same with the smell of Zahn, a smell that had become familiar to her over the years she'd been with Jinx, that happiest year of her life. It began in the mist and in the dark. Her feet raised a metal clang with every step she took, it sounded far too loud to be real, deafening almost, like the tolling of a funerary bell. But of course it wasn't real. It was a dream. She was never aware of the dream while it was happening. That was the worst part, that some screaming, shrieking part of her knew what was coming. But the rest of her was hideously ignorant. The smell was almost the start, though. The smell of chem, the stink of rot and garbage of sump slime and industrial waste that flowed into Zahn through diseased veins, pumped there by the gilded, cancerous heart that was Piltover. Then slowly the smell would begin to fade, only to be replaced by a new smell, the smell of copper and something almost savory. Blood, her dream self would say. And pipe smoke. Jake's four o'clock high! Shoot! Luck snapped her head up, adrenal lightning shooting through her veins as those familiar, hateful words struck her. A thump of rocket propellant from fishbones lit the dark as a great, malicious shadow twisted in midair, and she swore she could hear it laughing contemptuously. How many? Lux pleaded. Not, Not enough. Echo's voice was distorted and wretched and he sounded dead on his feet, exhausted beyond the threat of sanity. We'll never have enough. Lux started to run. She had to run, to buy those few more precious seconds. However many more she could purchase, beg or steal, she would take them. A few more seconds of life, not for herself, though never for herself. Duck money! She ducked. She tucked and rolled and twisted and spun and scrabbled across the steel plating like an animal, Dazed, confused, and desperate to cling to one more second of life. Just one more second. The shadow was on her, chasing her, nipping at her heels with its hot, copper-stink breath. She could feel it bearing down on her like a physical weight, dragging her backward. Every footfall seems to bring her closer to it, rather than further away. And try as she might, she simply couldn't pull in a full breath. Finally, she was crawling and sobbing, wretched and hopeless, and yet impossibly hoping for one more futile second before the end that she knew was coming. The end that always came. No! Lux begged as the weight became too much, and she couldn't drag herself another inch. Not again! She shook her head despondently. Please don't take her again, please! A warm embrace wrapped around her middle and pulled her close. I'm here, Blondie, the voice said. Please! Lux screamed. The sound of ripping leather hit her ears at nearly the same time as a swelter of gore splattered across her back, and 
Lux jerked bolt upright, spitting a sobbed curse as she snapped out her hand, and a deafening clang came from the far wall. She'd missed shit. The darkness was all around her. Where was her focus? Where was her rod? Something brushed across her shoulder, and she twisted around, lashing out with elbows and knuckles. Where the fuck was her sword? At whatever was on her. A lean, scarred arm intercepted her frantic attack, and a second later had both her wrists and a long-fingered grasp. A heartbeat passed that. She was on her stomach and pinned as she thrashed and cursed. Wake up, Blondie, wake up! Jinx's voice penetrated the haze of reflexive violence that had wrapped itself around Lux's brain like a venomous serpent. It was the jolt she'd needed for her mind to recollect, to take stock. Where was her rod? Propped up against the end table a few feet away from her side of the bed, right where she'd left it, her sword, in its sheath with her leathers, her dagger, under her Oh no, it was lodged in the far wall. Oops. As for where she was, she was right where she was supposed to be, in bed with her wife, where she'd gone to sleep last night after making love. Mike, Lux whispered raggedly. I'm sorry, I just... You had the nightmare again, huh? Jinx asked as she let go of Lux's wrists, then clambered off of her. Lux nodded miserably as she turned over, sat up, and massaged her wrists and arms. She was cold and angry and sick to her stomach. Her body was slick with sweat, her cheeks pricked with the salt tracks of tears and gods and aspects. Her hands were shaking. Taking a deep breath, she looked up and glowered at her dagger, which was currently affixed to the far wall. She'd sunk it almost four inches deep into the thin plates of the wall and it hung there like a grotesque cuckoo clock. A hand came to rest on her shoulder, and this time she didn't flinch. It was a familiar and welcome touch, cool and scarred with rough calluses. One hundred and thirty-three successful operations, Lux muttered. A neat fifty kill orders, thirty-one acts of international and domestic sabotage, Nineteen battlefield-level deployments, nine dissident fumigations, and a laundry list of awful, bloody, off-the-record favors. And I've always slept like a baby. Sounds like fun, Jinx said groggily from her side. Some of them were, Lux admitted. I am precisely what my country created. A bright and shiny murderer with a closet full of masks and a brain full of secrets that would make a Noxian interrogator empty their gut. She turned to look at Jinx, a part of her terrified that she would see some bloody ruin, but it was just her, just Jinx. But I can't get this one out of my head, Jinx, Lux sobbed. I, I keep seeing it. Jinx reached out, wrapped her arm around Lux and pulled her close, and Lux clung to her, sobbing raggedly as she buried her face against Jinx's bare shoulder. Right by her cheek was the edge of that metal cap, the proof of her failure to keep Jinx safe. It shouldn't have happened. She should have been there. But she hadn't been, and Jinx had gotten hurt again. Her own sister had tried to murder her, and it made Lux sick to her stomach. It made her want to scorch the whole of Valoran clean of anything that would dare hurt Jinx, because anything that would hurt someone so peaceful and so perfect was quite simply evil. Then it had happened again, 
and again and again and again. Ad nauseum, borderline ad infinitum. For her, it was still happening every night in her dreams. Every night, sometimes multiple times, she would wake up in a cold sweat and raging panic, convinced that the loop had started again, and that she was going to have to watch Jinx die again. Never before had something scarred itself so indelibly on her mind, and this had been cut so deep that Lux wasn't certain it would ever leave. Sorry, Lux said after a moment. I keep waking you up. You barely sleep as it is, and I keep... Jinx pulled her tighter against her, cutting her off, and Lux squeezed her arms around Jinx's. The physicality helped. The cold air and the sweat-soaked sheets and the feeling of Jinx's whipcord body beneath her hands helped. You know, I don't need to sleep much, Blimey, Jinx said as she straightened out and shuffled back to lean against the headboard. Lux nodded sullenly as she let Jinx pull her into her lap, with her back resting comfortably against Jinx's bare chest. Sitting like that, there was no avoiding being aware of Jinx's missing left arm. It was like a yawning space that dragged her attention towards it with disturbing insistency. Not that she had any right to ignore it. Jinx certainly couldn't. Objectively, between the two of them, it was Jinx who was worse off. Between her lost limb and the fact that her mind was her own worst enemy better than half of the time, Lux couldn't find it in her to make complaints, and yet... <clears throat> Lux jolted as teeth fixed hard onto her neck, and Jinx's pronounced canines dug into the soft skin she found there. Her first instinct was to playfully swat at Jinx for distracting her, but an instant later she realized that was precisely the point. Jinx had felt her spiraling and had, in true Jinx fashion, interrupted that spiral with teeth to the neck. Unorthodox but effective. Words that described Jinx as a whole, actually, now that it came to it. Jinx held her there, teeth locked around Lux's neck, for a long span of bruising seconds before finally relaxing her jaw and drawing back. Lux didn't let her. She swept her arm around, captured Jinx by the back of the head, and pulled her back down. No words were shared. They weren't needed. Jinx knew what Lux needed. And that was distraction. Her mind, sharp as it was, needed direction. Or else it tended to wander, and lately the places it had been wandering were places that Lux had no desire to return to. She needed to forget, even if just for a little while. Teeth fixed back onto her neck and Jinx bit down. The first mark would bruise for sure. And Lux tightened her grip on Jinx's hair something Jinx would allow no one else in creation to do, and pulled her closer. She wanted the second mark to bruise even darker. She wanted to have to wear a high collar if she went out, and for the collar to brush against the sensitive skin, reminding her that those marks were there. Hard, calloused fingers trailed down her neck to her breasts, drawing hard, rough lines to the peaks. That was where Jinx stopped, but only for a moment. Lux gasped as those fingers squeezed and pulled, just a little rougher than she expected. It was good. It knocked her mind for a loop, lit a fire between her legs, and dragged her gasping from the dark corners of her mind where her dreams so regularly abandoned her. What thoughts were still in her head left her in whimpers and mules as she melted against Jinx, 
She didn't want to think anymore. She didn't want to do anymore. For once, even if she didn't deserve it, she wanted to let someone just take care of her. And Jinx was very good at taking care of her. Pointed teeth found places along the pillar of her neck and down across the slopes of muscle that rode along her shoulders. Jinx marked every inch, leaving dark bruises and the occasional pinprick from those sinfully sharp teeth of hers. Jinx's hands were occupied at her chest, groping and pinching, constantly dragging her attention around her own body like a lead on a collar. Lux dragged her fingers through a blue river of soft, fine hair, occasionally reaching up to drag her fingers down Jinx's scalp in encouragement. Handle me, hurt me, break me, do it slowly, drag it out, and make me beg for it. She made each of those pleas without words as she writhed against Jinx, and Jinx heard each and every one. Her fingers wandered down along her stomach, skipped past her burning core, and came to rest on her inner thigh. Lux was practically vibrating as Jinx dragged red lines across her thigh so tantalizingly close to her wet slit that she wanted to sob. Her neck was riddled with marks, her shoulders too, and Jinx was aggravating them with every brush of those thin, hard lips of hers. Please, Lux begged and slurred Galau. Jinx, please. She didn't even know what she wanted Jinx to do whether to push her over the edge or to leave her dangling there for another blissfully agonizing hour. In that moment, there was nothing but the intoxicating need to be touched, as it was overriding absolutely everything else. Jinx's hand came to rest over her dripping cunt, and Lux gasped as she bucked her hips into Jinx's palm. More. She needed more. That grip turned to iron as Jinx practically seized hold of her hips by her groin, and Lux let out a plaintive whine as she tried to move but failed. Jinx was so close to her, she was so close that it was almost painful. She wasn't even sure how long it had been anymore. All she knew was that she needed to fall over that edge right now or else she was really going to go insane. Two fingers slipped deep inside of her all at once, curled around to push against her favorite spot as Jinx drove the heel of her palm into Lux's clit. And Lux's eyes rolled up into the back of her skull as Jinx hissed, That's my girl. Her jaw dropped open and her whole body spasmed and quaked as she came so hard that she very, very briefly lost consciousness. She only knew that she had passed out because when she once again became aware of the world, she did so, draped slack and boneless against Jinx, with her whole body having gone completely buttery at some point that she couldn't put a finger on. <sighs> Lux moaned as Jinx continued to work her fingers in and out of her, letting her slowly ride a slope of pleasure down from where she'd flown. Weak laughter bubbled out of her as she laid back and looked up at Jinx, who was resting her cheek against Lux's head. Thank you, Lux murmured. I needed that. 
Hutchings just nodded. And she could feel that comforting rictus smile of hers as she kissed Lux's forehead. You're too good to me, you know that, Lux said as she pawed the blankets with numb fingers before finally getting a grip to pull them over her legs. Nothing's too good for you, Blondie, Jinx replied in a tone of voice that suggested a particularly satisfied cat. Lux chuckled and tipped her head so she could catch Jinx in a lopsided kiss before pulling back and smiling up at her. And she fell in love all over again. Those eyes, those bright, guileless, springberry eyes always did that. They captured her, held her tight, and never let go. And she never wanted them to. A whimper left her as Jinx's fingers slipped out of her, and a moment later she was playfully licking them clean right in front of Lux's face. Oh, the things that Jinx could do with that tongue. She was absolutely shameless, and Lux loved it. Outside, beyond the small window of their bedroom, she could see the sky beginning to lighten. It must have been quite early in the morning. They couldn't have gotten more than a handful of hours of real sleep each, if that. As much as she wanted to help Jinx acclimate to her arm— as much as she didn't want to waste time getting their vengeance and finding the person that had tried to kill them so she could skin them alive, she was just so tired. Have you ever been afraid to go to sleep, Jinx? Lux asked suddenly without looking away from the window. Jinx's answer surprised her. Yep. Lux frowned and looked up at Jinx. Really? Yup. Shaking her head, she sighed and rested her head against Jinx's chest and curled up more comfortably under the blankets before finally asking, Why? Told you, Blondie, Jinx said. Every night I dream a different dream, and every night it ends the same way. Lux's mouth went dry. That's right. Gods, it seemed like ages ago, but it was really just a handful of months, if that. Jinx had told her that she dreamed of other places and times. And in all of them they found each other and then eventually lost each other. Her dreams always ended the same way. I die? Jinx nodded. Swallowing hard, Lux nuzzled against Jinx's chest and shivered. How do you not go mad? I already am, she replied with a bitter laugh. You know what I mean? Jinx shrugged. Because it's just a dream. It's all just a dream. Even when I die and you die and the dream ends, another one always starts, and I always find you, Blondie. I always find you. In every single dream, Lux whispered. Dying doesn't scare me, Blondie, Jinx said. Because I know that when I die, I'll wake up. And I'll get to find you again, and love you again, and kiss you again. And that's not so bad. Tears were rolling down Lux's cheeks. And she wasn't even sure where they were coming from. Just that suddenly she was feeling so much, and she didn't know what to do with it. So she cried. She turned, wrapped her arms around Jinx, and cried.
She was sad and angry and blissfully happy. And it was happening all at the same time. Jinx rode it out with her, like always. She wrapped her lone arm around Lux, held her close, and laid her cheek on top of Lux's head while she quietly sobbed herself dry. It took a while. When she finally got through the last of her tears, the day had dawned, and when she looked up it was to see Jinx smiling down at her, the thin light of dawn dancing across her pale, scarred features as she said, Good morning, Lux. Lux sniffled weakly, smiled back, and said, Good morning, Jinx. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.